As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Young F.A. Holmes. So scary, won't let them bury me. Uh, That's why I keep my 30. I shoot like carry. And boy, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. Uh-huh. All right, welcome so back to Don V Fridays. Uh, we got our first victory of the year. Yes, we, sir. We got, sitting up here looking like losers this week. <laughs> we got drift in the building. How you living, Chief? Good man. Uh, it was a long weekend for me. I I had to I had to rewatch the Tech game because I didn't really catch it live. I was down in Cincinnati. Went to the um went to the Bearcats game. Went to the Bengals game. And so I was at a bar on Saturday night, and uh, they didn't even have the Virginia Tech game on. It was like all it was the Kentucky game because that's like Kentucky country. So it was the the Florida Kentucky game. Uh, shout out Kentucky for that. That was pretty sweet. But um. Yeah, man, we got a win finally in the win column. I kind of, we 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 were kind of feeling it coming, you know. It's the type of shit Virginia Tech does, but we'll get into it more, you know. Yeah, no, I, like when they, but like when when people are ready to burn down their local towns in Southwest Virginia, that's when that's when Virginia Tech going to pull a win out of their ass. All right, shut up, we won. Yeah, every back every time, everybody's, everybody's back. Yeah, yeah. So then we're gonna fucking lose the Wofford and we'll be about to burn it down and then we'll go beat <laughs> Bama or somebody. That's yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's life of a hokey, man. It is, it's so predictable. <laughs> it's so predictable. Life of a hokey, man. This episode of Davi Fridays is brought to you by our patrons. Shout out to all our patrons, man, the people that's been paying the bills, keeping the lights on. You know, shout out to Frank. Joe Rogers, Jake, Nathan, Angie, Brendan Hill, Susan, Hokey Smash, Elaine, Jerry, Cam Cobb, Amir, Dan, Beth, Lonnie, Adam, Brian, Nola Hokey, Mitch, Avery, Tom, Andrew, not that Andrew, Treadmill Horse, Corey, Diddler, Luke, Ty, Greg, Brandon, Alex, Daniel, Nathan Straub, Two Quickski, Josh Young, Paul Shelton, Ben, Ben, Nick, Marquise, Andrew, that Andrew, Valerie, Jack, Mary and Drew, Kobe Wall, and John. Shout outs to all our patrons, man. Shout outs to all our fam, all our legends. Everybody's been holding down the Don V Friday's camp. Um, Join the Patreon, man. Uh, DM me, DM Drift. Uh, I'm gonna I'm post the link uh, when when I drop this episode. Post the links, the proper get you in touch with the proper people, man. Try to get you some uh, the proper access, man. Join the team, man. One yep. of the fastest growing communities in the VT Twitter realm. Yes, uh, sir. So shout out, shout outs to all of y'all, man. A historic community. A historic community, the best community. Hell uh, yeah. 
I got it in my bio too. So if you guys just go to my page, it's right in my bio as a, as a link. So you can hit that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Link, link, link is in the bio. Before we get into the Boston College game, you said you was at the Bengals Steelers game. Um, oh man, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow was struggling early. Um, he struggled. He had some early struggles, but made a game of it late. Um, went to overtime. Uh, overall, it looked like a really good game. I was, I was between that and red zone and watching all a lot of other games. I didn't really watch that game other when except when it popped in on red zone. Well, what was the vibes like? Uh, it was it was pretty wild down there. It was uh, it was really really good game day atmosphere. Probably one of the best I've seen. Even better than the I went to the Chiefs the Chiefs Bengals game last year in Cincinnati. But this was even even bigger. I think the anticipation after the Super Bowl just everybody came out. Uh, and honestly, Bengals fans showed out heavy. There was not a lot of Steelers fans there. And usually Steelers fans kind of take over in Cincinnati. Um, oh, okay. So the so the vibes were high. Uh, Joe looked a little off. I'm not going to lie. Like, especially in the first half, uh, he looked, he was a little, he didn't really move in the pocket much. Uh, he was kind of stagnant. He was kind of staring down reads. I, I think it was just the dust, uh, he, the, the rust that he's knocking off, you know, cause he has, he didn't play in the preseason. He had that surgery that he was out for, for training camp. But man, that, that was a tough game. Everybody was like, we thought we lost like five times. They thought they lost five times. I mean, Jamar had the, basically the game winner, and I was like, "All right, we can go home now with a win after five turnovers and fucking still lose." It was just, it was a wild game. I mean, can't be wild mad. Game. Couldn't even be mad at it. And the funniest thing is, like, I've always left games, and there's always been fans beefing with each other at every game I've ever been to. It doesn't yeah. matter who wins, who's there. Like, fans beef at the end of games when you're walking out of the tunnel and shit. But this game was yeah. different. At the end, people were just like happy to be out. Like they where people were just quiet. Like both fan bases were like, all right, man, like just get me home. Like I'm I'm tired of this. Like I need to hit the hey, psych board or something. Like five, it was just five, five quarters of stressful football would do that to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Steelers, <laughs> Steelers fans, they they felt bad about it. Bengals fans felt bad. Everybody just felt we felt dirty. You know what I mean? Everybody felt dirty about it. It was just a, I don't know if I'm a Steelers fan, I'd have been talking my shit. Like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I ain't about to apologize for this win. Fuck all that. We supposed yeah. to win by you get somebody five turnovers. You supposed to win by twenty one at least. Yeah, man. Well, TJ Watt, like luck is is surprisingly not out for the season, but everybody thought leaving the stadium that he was out for the year. So it was like, oh yeah, you won, but like your best player is done for the year, man. Oh, after we won, because Casey Hayward got hurt too, and Najee got hurt too. Najee got hurt too, so. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you can win the battle, but lose the cost. war at the at cost. What cost. At what cost? They exactly. Need to put, they may go ahead and put Kenny Pickett up in there, man. Mitch, Mitch didn't lose the game, but Mitch didn't win the game either. He didn't do shit. Yeah, they, uh, their offense was was pretty bad. Uh, they they couldn't run the ball. They can't really do anything. But hey, it was a good it was a good time though. Uh, Cincinnati yeah. is locked in on the Bengals. I mean, it was loudest yeah. atmosphere I've ever seen there. So. It's gonna be a hell of a year. Shout out, shout out to North Kentucky because that's what Cincinnati is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's North Kentucky. Shout out, shout out to North Kentucky, man. Shout out to my all my North Kentuckians. Uh, <laughs> get into the Boston College game. The Hokies defense was serving up them two thousand and five vibes. Um, Virginia Tech wins the game twenty seven to ten. The Virginia Tech defense from opening kick. 
established themselves. Amani Chapman with the interception. Uh, the defense held Boston College to four yards rushing. Is it four? Quattro. Uh, um, obviously, quarterback sacks um, gets equated into that. But, I mean, if you take away the sacks, what they get, like eight yards rushing? They ain't do shit. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't do shit. They couldn't protect Jakovic. Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. The best Virginia Tech defense I've seen in a long time. I mean, against an ACC opponent, you know. Would you say probably back to 16? Um, I'm pretty sure there's some some hazy Fuente game. I think there was a Georgia Tech game in 2019 where we was all over the ass too. But that didn't even look like this. I felt like this was a good-ass defensive performance. Uh, and it was it was veteran – Veterans, it was Garbutt, it was Dax, it was Amani Chapman, it was um it was it was a great showing for Brent Pry's defense. And I think this is the defense that you know Brent Pry was saying, like, bro, it's gonna be lit. Uh yeah. It really is. And I mean it, it was it kind of was too against uh against ODU. Um, if we didn't just shoot yeah. ourselves in the foot early. I mean, that was that was a good takeaway, and I think this is an even better example of what this defense can do. Also, shout out Jamari Connor. He had a hell of a game, too. Uh, yeah. And he just looked he just looked faster than everybody else, like coming downhill and making tackles like on the outside. He he played lights out, too. So I think this defense has a lot of upside, to be honest. I mean, despite the fact yeah. that a lot of these guys are going to be gone next year, but they, they're playing well right now, man. I mean, they keep us in games. I, I I um and I was one of the people and I I'm, I'm one of the people who have like hot takes I guess they want to call it a hot take I don't really I'm not a hot take guy but I have strong opinions I'd rather say I have strong opinions than hot I feel like a hot take is just you saying any old thing I don't say anything everything I say I believe right but one of one of my strongest opinions was uh the the veterans on the team. The you know the older players, the fifth year, six year players. I thought that maybe they had been peaked, and you know that's it. You know that's all, folks. Uh, this is a ceremonial senior year for them, but no, like maybe Brent Pry has and his staff, uh, Chris Marv, and you know his and Cheetah, and maybe they have unlocked something. Maybe J.C. Price, obviously. Maybe they've unlocked something in these veteran guys. Maybe these veteran guys are maybe strength and conditioning is playing a role. Maybe, maybe the strength and conditioning have failed them in years past. Uh, maybe so. Maybe they seen not. I've never seen the Hokie defense fly around like this in a couple of years. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Like I like I would I would say sixteen was the last year that it that it kind of felt like this. Um, but I mean, you like mean, you seven, said. Seven. 17. Yeah. Like seven, probably, probably 17 then. Too. 17. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. My memory's a little hazy. Yeah. That uh, defense was like ninth. That defense was like ninth in the country. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, I mean, he had Tim Settle and all them. But, anyways, this defense, um, maybe, like I said, you have a small sample size. You got two games against two offenses. That's, not that great, but at the same time, if you have a good defense, it's their job to make a bad offense look not that great. So, 
You know, you can only play who's in front of you. Uh, Boston College is has been a, a thorn in our ass for the last uh, couple shit. Several years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Several they, years. Um, But Phil Dracovic at one point was considered an NFL quarterback and he was bedeviled. He was, yeah. he was, he was bamboozled. He was, he was rattled he was, big time. He was hit often. It, when he wasn't hit, he was throwing to us or he was, he, I mean, he was screaming at his lineman. He was throwing his helmet. He had a miserable evening in Blacksburg and um, Zay Flowers got off. He gonna do Zay Flowers things, but we we contained it as best as best possible. I think he only he only had four like, catches, you know. He uh, he was almost damn near twenty yards a catch. Yeah, he but, was, but still only four catches. I mean, that's only four catches. I mean, because I'm gonna fuck you could you could put Zay Flowers, you could put Prime Tyreek Hill back there. If the quarterback can't get the pass off, it don't matter. So yep, that's yeah. it. Um, yeah, man, Garbert, and and I was thinking the injuries. Shout shout out to Taiwan Garbert, man. I I was thinking the injuries and you know that everything had you know taken its toll, and he looked like a new man out there. He did, I, he did. He I looked he know. looked faster than he's ever looked, more aggressive than he's ever looked. I mean, they just he was balling. And, also, and I was at the uh, I was at the ODU game, and he was on the turf. A couple times during the ODU game, just like on the turf, slow to get up a lot. So I don't know if he did the TB12 method or, <laughs> or went to Germany and got that Kobe Bryant treatment. Whatever he did from week one to week two, he looked like a different person out there. He did. He did. And even week, even during week one, I think I tweeted out that he was struggling in the game. Like while the game was happening, because I was like, man, we're not getting yeah. any rush off the edge, uh, which yeah. was completely different this game. Also, shout out CJ McCray, too. He had four tackles in yeah. a sack um, and a tackle for a loss. Like he he looks pretty good, too. He looks pretty athletic, pretty fast. I'm liking I'm liking what we have right now. And the thing is, is there's not going to be a lot of great offenses we play. Uh, right. So. Right. As far as talent for talent, I mean, Miami, UNC. Maybe NC State. Maybe NC State. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe. I mean, the way the NC State fans were talking about their team recently, I mean, they hate their they hate their own offense. So I think we can capitalize there. I think every team in the nation outside of USC hates their own offense right now. <laughs> That's the thing about college football is you know there's no preseason. Like this is the preseason. The yeah. games just count. <laughs> exactly. So, Wofford so like, is the real preseason game. Right. So like we're playing preseason games that count, sadly. So like offensive lines are 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 jailing and wide receivers and quarterbacks are getting that time in game because like you know, we don't get a preseason in this sport. Um offense the offense did enough to win the game. There wasn't nothing spectacular. Uh you, you could tell that uh Tyler Bowen and um Brad Glenn wanted to rein in um Grant Wills and uh make sure that he did not have another you know turnover performance, a bunch of turnovers, a bunch of bad decisions. He was kind of reined in, it was very safe. Uh yeah. they featured they featured Blumrick. They put they put Blumrick in in the Wildcat and you know, try to do some things with him. 
Um, Blumbrick is our X factor. Uh, it looks like Kayla Smith is wide receiver one, man. I, I think the debate is over. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I always think it was a debate, but it, you know, it, yeah. Um, but Blumberg, Blumberg looks pretty good, man. He looks pretty athletic, pretty honestly, kind of fast too. I was, I was pretty, yeah. pretty impressed. He, uh, he can do a lot on the field too. I mean, you can literally line him up wherever, and he can play. I mean, he can block, he can go out wide, he can play in the slot, he can kind of do everything, which is exactly what we need. And he's kind of tall too, but and that's kind yeah. of exactly can, what we need too. So throw it. He can do everything but throw it. Yeah, <laughs> which is not what we need him for right now, anyways. <laughs> which so. we don't need him for that no more. Um, yep. I, 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 and I, and I don't want to go back and open up old shit, but I still, I, I think it was a bad look to let Blumbrick start and even get you know featured even a bigger role in the Boston College game after what he did to the fan week one against ODU. Um, I think, okay, so the NCAA, the ACC, nobody, he wasn't plastered all over social media. ESPN didn't say shit. Nobody, he got away with it. He put out his own apology and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure coaches talked to him. But I think that, I think Nick Gallo should have started. You know, you can do your Blumbrick Wildcat package in the second half just for the optics of the shit. Us Virginia Tech fans, it didn't happen to us, so we could give a fuck, but, you know. Yeah. You, you know, not, you know, lays the kid out. You reward him with more packages and shit. It's just me. I, I'm the I'm the same energy guy. Like, if if a UNC player did this shit, we'd be all over it. If a Miami player did this shit, we'd be on his ass, especially if he was black. Um, this is else? true. This is true. If a UVA <laughs> player did this shit, if a West Virginia they, player, we'd probably take him to court. West Virginia, if a West if, if West Virginia stormed the field last year, then one of theirs took out one of our fans of one of um, you know, on some shit like that. It 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 would um, it it just I don't know. Blumberg is a good kid. I don't think he's a bad person. I just think the staff sometimes should be like, you know what, first series, you have a seat. You know, yeah, the emo- the emotions, the emotions, man. Yeah, you keep them in first, check. You know, you got You get you. You don't want shit like this. You don't want players thinking shit like that is cool, and you reward right. them. So now, because I'm the person that remembers everything, all my shit is documented, all my takes. So now, <laughs> the next time, for real, I'll be remembering everything. So now, the next time a player does something off the field. I'm going to be watching to see how Pryor and his staff handles it. Because if they bring the hammer down on somebody and the punt and the and what they did is kind of co- comparable or something, obviously if a player does something egregious, you know, he's going to get kicked off or something. But Right, right, right. Yeah, keep, keep the same energy, you know what I mean? Like, y'all didn't do shit to Blumrick. He laid a fan out, you know. It's, it is what it is. I'm the uh, hokey mirror. I don't. I don't be whatever. I just hold the mirror up and just be reminding people. Yeah. But anyway, shout out to Blumbrick. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the defense uh, using as many players as they did? They kind of switched a lot of people in and out. A lot of people got playing time. Artists got playing time. Uh, Breon Murray got some burn. Uh, Jalen yeah. Strowman played for a little while. Jalen Hoyle played. I mean, every it seemed like a lot of people. A lot of different players played. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think that's something we're gonna see pretty often, like that switch in personnel? I think I think when we get into the the, I think Pratt is trying to find out 
who can he trust, who can he count on. He's getting get letting guys get confidence, letting guys get some see the live bullets. Because when we get into that portion of the schedule where it's like Miami, NC State, um, you know, when we get into the the meat of the schedule, I think he's going to trim that rotation down, and he's going to go with his hitters and his dogs. Yeah. Um, whether that's a collaborative effort with him and Marv, him and Cheetah, him and JC, I think a de- defensive line they don't have an op- they don't have a choice. They have to rotate in and out, but. Right, right. I think I think I think in the uh, back end they want to find out who is who, who can do what. Um, our guy Dorian Strong, get out that forty four, bro. Take that shit off, man. <laughs> You've been saying that for years. Get out that forty four, man. You're getting it, You can't be getting double move. See, when you wear double digits, you get double moved. <laughs> and the lower, the the higher your number is, the less steps you lose. It's, it, I'm telling you, we got to get Dorian Strong into at least number. I can't even think of what numbers is available because it's all double number. And I get them in a lower number. Yeah, some, some lower. lower than some, some lower than thirty two. Please, some lower than thirty two. Yeah, because you see what happened when uh, Chapman got nine. Looks like a better player. Looks like a pro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Looks like a pro. Looks like a pro player. Yeah, man. Like, uh, some about corners. It's some about corners, and it's some about running backs. Like, when a corner don't look like an NFL player, I'm I'm telling you, man. Like, when who who was the last NFL player in a high number to flourish? Uh, probably Marlon Humphrey. And, and you Mi- know what's crazy? And Minka he Fitzpatrick. He, he Marlon Humphrey stunned it. He used to wear like number twenty or some not twenty because that's it, retired in Baltimore, but like. He was in a low number and then like changed to a high number after yeah, proving yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe. And Minka, he didn't then he wear 21 for the Dolphins or something. He wore he, uh, he established himself first. He didn't always wear 39 or that fucked up ass shit for the Steelers. He wore yeah, a low in, number. In college, time. in college, he wore 29. 29. Minka did. Yeah. 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 Right. And then he wore that for the Dolphins too. And then he went to the Steelers and was like, okay. Let me get let me get a fucked up number. Yeah, um, Marlon Humphrey wore twenty six at Bama. Twenty six. He might have wore that for the Ravens as well. I know he switched that hat. He wore twenty nine with the Ravens at first, and then switched to forty four. Right. It's just science, man. It's just science. We ain't here to hate on nobody. It's just science. I I I think I think Zay Flowers would have been. Three catches for whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that one double move. <laughs> that the one double move, man. That accounted for like half of his reception yards, too. Right, that'll get you every time. It'll get you every fucking time. So, um, overall, let's give out some letter grades. Uh, we'll start with you first. What, what letter grade would you give the defense? Uh, I'm going to give the defense uh, and – it's kind of hard not to give them an A. Um, mm-hmm. I, think have, I think I'm gonna have to give them an A for the performance. I mean, I think I think they did a great job. Uh, you offense, you allow four yards rushing. Yeah, I don't. I don't like giving out A's. All you know, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you get an A, you know, for because I see that online. I'm like, okay, come on now. Uh, but I, I think I think that was an A performance by the defense for the offense. Though I'm gonna give them a solid C. 
because they didn't do anything that I was like really impressed with, but they also didn't do anything wrong, uh, which is yeah, fine. You know, I mean? yeah. At least yeah. let them beat us. Don't let us beat us. You know what I mean? No special teams. I think we made all our kicks. I don't think we missed one kick. Yeah, it looks it looks fine um, to me. Peter Peter Moore is uh he was like the Ray guy punter of the week again or something. He was on some Ray guy related as being a good punter for the week. Peter Moore um on the do returns. You, I don't think we muffed any punts in anything. Do you know? Uh, did you know that I think Peter Moore just started playing football? Like literally, the ODU game was his first game playing football. I think I saw that on yeah, Twitter today. And he, he punted for us last year. No, 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 not Peter Moore. Love, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just saw it on Twitter a second ago. Oh, I'm about to say now. I'm not listening now. I can remember certain details. I can remember a lot of things, but then like certain players will slip. That I was like, I could have sworn Peter Moore, but yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Peter Moore, man. Um. I would give the defense an A plus. Um, in college football, college football is one of those weird sports where, like, if you can't stop the run, you have a bad football team. Per <laughs> like, so if you can, if you can hold a, if you can hold anybody to four yards rushing, and uh, get after the quarterback and sack the quarterback, and force him to throw interceptions and things of that nature, um, that's an A plus performance. Yeah. You got- you got Dax bringing back the 2018 Dax. Uh, Dax is Dax. looking good, man. Dax is looking really good. What happens if Dax has this? If Dax plays like this all season long, do you think he would have a legitimate draft stock? Yeah, if Bill Belichick's still coaching. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he is. Uh, yeah, man, listen, Dax, we love you, bro. Don't fuck me up if you ever see me. Uh, <laughs> if Bill Belichick's still coaching, bro. You got your job. If Bill Belichick fuck around and get fired. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Lovey Smith is out there too. Don't forget about hey. that. <laughs> Maybe Lovey, yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Lovey, man. But yeah, Dax, if Bill Belichick ain't coaching next year, bro, hey, man, he might be fucking with that exit field. Anyways, <laughs> I get a, I, I, I agree with you. I get it. I'm going to get an offensive, I'm going to get an offensive C. Plus. And I'm gonna give him a C plus because the run blocking on that Keyshawn King run was superb. It was. Um, everybody, everybody did their job. Shout out Jaden Blue. Jaden Blue had that block down the field. Every yes, it was a it was beautiful. Everybody did their job. Keyshawn King had a, I want to say a soft tissue injury. I, I don't know if it was his groin or hamstring, um, but he said he's fine. He was on the bicycle. During the game, I don't know if he'll play this week versus Wofford. We don't need him to play. Um, sit him. It, I, would, I, mean, I would sit him. I don't know why you play I'm him. All, I'm, I'm, I want to cook the books for him too. Like, but if if he if if he needs another week, then you know take the week. But if he's fine, hey, go out there and cook them books, man. Run up, run it up, bro. You know you don't get games like this often, so. Yeah. But I wanted, I wanted, I only say C plus because the receivers outside of Caleb Smith shake and lose for like you know one play. Um, Jail, the 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 one Lofton, uh, Jaden Blue, uh, everybody else, Stephen Gosnell, um, they 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 in the shoe program right now. Um, uh, it, it's twenty three hour lockdown. Um, they're playing basketball in Pelican Bay right now. It's, 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 <laughs> 
Receivers is in jail. It's uh, true. That's well, true. Blumrick and Caleb Smith kind of make some shake sometimes, but you know they. Caleb Smith and Blumrick is in the um, they in the uh, they in the halfway house. They ain't, they in the halfway house. Everybody else, they in a supermax jail, supermax prison. They in Rikers Island. They in Leavenworth. They in some of the toughest prisons in America. Uh, shout outs, free the bros. Uh, hopefully they get free this week. If they don't get free this week, oh my god! Yeah, we're gonna be struggling. Hit the portal. Hit the hit the portal. <laughs> that's gonna be a big area for us to improve next season. Is oh, we about to be. We about to be that portal about to be going both ways. Right. It should be. Rightfully portal so. Portal about to so. be booming. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some. Give me some cats, man. Mm-hmm. I can't see. I can't have Tavion Robinson out here feasting and balling and all this and. You know, we 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 in a super match jail over here. It's, it's, a bad, <laughs> it's a bad, it's a bad look. It's a bad look for everybody involved. That's and and that, least, I'm gonna get a special teams at A. Like I said, Peter Moore had a great game. Uh, I don't believe we missed any kicks or extra points. I don't believe I don't remember seeing any muffs or anything. We didn't give up any kicks, kick returns and shit like that. So uh, I get a special teams in A. So the average is out to what? A win. You give them a B, a B plus. <laughs> yeah, I say C B plus is B plus is good. B, B plus overall, especially uh, especially for home opener. Uh, home great vibe, great vibes. Uh, it was the o- orange effect game. Shout out to everybody that wore orange. I, I mean, always love players. orange effect. Orange effect players, always looks great. The players were uh, exempt. They didn't have to wear orange, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the fans wore orange. Um. I like shit. those white helmets. I like the the new stripe. What do you think? You like the new stripe or no? Yeah, I, I I love I like Virginia Tech's uniforms. Um, I like the current uniforms. I like the helmets. I like the stripes. I like the non stripes. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of our uniforms. Um, I know we have a big portion of our fan base that just won't. Plain Jane, the old bring back the '93. You man, fuck all that. Um, I, I like our uniform. I like the stripe. I like it all. I really do. I really do. Well, it's good that you like them because at least we have some a representation on this podcast. <laughs> a lot of people do not like our current uniform. I, the the problem I have with them is the the collar. I don't like the collar, and I don't like the fact that the jerseys look purple sometimes. And it's not even all. It's not even just when it rains either. Everybody's like, "Oh, is when it's wet, when they're wet, they look purple." I think they do look purple a lot. Like just in general, they kind of look purple, um, which is kind of yeah. the Nike. That's the way Nike's uniforms kind of look in that color. But maybe we could switch the color a little bit so they don't look purple. Uh, yeah, I'm a it's, I'm it's, a big fan of like bait of like not basic uniforms. But I like my shit clean. You know what I mean? I like clean. Like I'm, I'm a Bengals fan. The old Bengals uniforms, I hate it because there was just too much going on, and the new ones are super clean. Like I just like clean shit that's unique. So I just yeah. don't think ours are that clean. They don't really like. They don't really flow well. You know what I mean? The too many different edges going in different directions. Yeah, it's. I guess it's hard to make maroon because like you can even go to you can even go to a Virginia Tech game. And us fans don't even know what maroon is because you'll see somebody hop out in a goddamn like a damn near bur- a burgundy shit 
you'll see some people in Virginia Tech shirts that look damn near red. Like it's all over. It's all over the spectrum, as far as like the maroon, like that dark Chicago maroon. I guess uh, yeah. you'll see like you'll see some you'll see some shit in the stores. You will see all kinds of what, what's interpreted as maroon. So it, it's all over the place. Um, I think yeah. we need to have a we need to have a, a um a summit. We need to have a meeting. We do. We need uh, that's that's what we need. We need a meeting. Texas A and M for for all their fuck ups on the field. It's it looks like they got their maroon. To I think we should be like their color maroon. Like our shit should look like their shit. I I completely agree. Yeah. And their shit but, uh, doesn't. And their shit doesn't look purple. All right, so we we need to have a meeting. I think Texas and them was with Adidas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was at least when Johnny Manziel was there. But um, I think we need to have a meeting with Texas and them. Uh, the guys over there, and and, and you <laughs> the know. guys over there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, bro, we let's have the meeting, but we are not going Adidas. Okay, Mississippi State. I mean, I don't have a problem with Adidas. Uh, a check is a check. Us, Mississippi State, um, and Texas and them, we need to have a summit, uh, a maroon summit. Um, we figure out this color. We figure. We'll finally, we'll finally figure it out. We'll figure. We'll put figure it out on the scale. We'll we'll, we'll get it all. We'll right. get it all figured out. Because if we're all the same, if we're all the same, then it can't be no fuck ups. It can't be no mistaken identity. Exactly. You know, <laughs> no mistaken identities out here. Um. But to put a bow in the Boston College game, like I say, Hokies win twenty-seven to ten. Uh, I feel like we should have won way bigger. I, we all feel like we should have won way bigger. The offense was stalling, but like like I said, I think I think uh, Brad Glenn, I think Tyler Bowen, I think I think they put I, put, I think they put the shackles on our boy Grant. <laughs> I think they put the I think they put the shackles on him. He uses he uses his legs. Um, yeah. Can run when necessary. He's not a running quarterback, but he can run when necessary. He's a good athlete. Uh, he has he has a live arm. I want them to unleash him against West Virginia and going forward because he's going to be a kid that's going to throw picks. We 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 played this game with Fuente when we was trying to. Yeah, I mean, I mitigate the picks and we're going to try to throw the ball to the spot. Fuck all that. Let the let the kid cut it loose. If he want to throw ten more picks, fuck it. But if the touchdowns got to come with him, though, the touchdowns got to come. It gotta it gotta make sense too, though. That's, yeah. That's tough, well, I mean, there's also like not all picks are the same. You know, down and distance and field position. It's yeah. it's one thing if you're on your own twenty and you throw a pick, or if you're on the fifty and it's fourth and five and you throw a pick. Like you know, what I mean, like I think the when it happens is just e- as equally important too. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, so, you know, you know, they're going to hopefully, well, this week we have an upcoming, I like to say cook, cook the books game where like, you know, how at the end of the season, the kid got like 30 touchdowns. And then you realize, you know, they played two cupcakes and he fucking got like eight touchdowns within them two games. Like those yeah. are your games where you fill your stat books, your stat sheets, um hopefully he can he can kind of cook the books and get six touchdowns against Wofford. You know. This is definitely yeah. one of those weeks because uh this is probably one of the worst <laughs> teams we've probably ever played. <laughs> yeah, get, get everybody hey, get your numbers right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> if you 
Definitely offense. If you were yeah, if you were wide receiver this week, you were Jaden Blue, you were Dewan Lofton, you were Stephen Gosnell, um, whoever else I'm missing. Get you some numbers this week, Brian. Please. <laughs> yeah, they need to. They need to. Big confidence game, especially going into the next week. Hey, hey, Bowen, get them some numbers, bro. Get them some numbers. Um, that's let's move on to our fucking stinky lies. Uh, in the week two of college football, we like to always pick a couple games. No, you know, normally we get into the ACC schedule, and we like to pick ACC games. This is a Virginia Tech podcast. Um. But, you know, the thing about college football is normally the, the month of September is a lot of out-of-conference games, and most of the big ones have been played. So it's a lot of Southeast Arkansas techs on people's schedule, all kinds of nasty shit going on. We like to scrounge up a couple games, get you a nice parlay. But oh, uh, yeah. last week, last week, oh, my God. Uh, so we had Bama covering. Versus Texas, that was like twenty points. <laughs> yep, and they won by one. In fact, they didn't look Bama, game. It looked Bama like they were gonna score, win. Bama scored twenty points, <laughs> <laughs> and they were going to lose. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Texas didn't even have their starting quarterback for like damn near the whole game. They lost Quinn Ewers. It was eerily similar to the uh, the national championship game they played against each other a while ago when uh, Colt McCoy got hurt. And uh, fuck, Garrett Gilbert came in for Texas and had a good game. And I know a lot of Texas fans and pundits after the game, Texas lost again. But um, people said Texas got the next quarterback, and it didn't really work out for Garrett Gilbert at Texas. He ended up going to I want to say SMU or somewhere else and carved out a little decent career there, and went on to play in the XFL and other leagues and shit. But yeah. um, yeah. I mean, so I think Joe. I think Joe Klett said this. Um, Bama and and Georgia is like playing a mirror. They're like like you'll know exactly what you are when you play them. Like if you think you're good, and then you go and play Bama, you lose by ninety. You like shit. You go back to the drawing board. But if you hang with them, you still lose. It's not the worst in the world. So Texas. In year two of Sark, giving Bama a hell game, hey, shit. Yeah, and, and, and Sark beforehand was, was kind of uh, – It was pussy. Yeah, he yeah exactly. It, it looked bad. It looked bad. It looked like they were going to get the shit beat out of him. So, Texas might be okay. They might be all right. It was, hey, Sark was playing it close to the vest. He knew he was sitting on some shit. And, and, <laughs> and, and Bama low-key, Bama got some calls that – they got some fortunate calls that they uh, did, yeah. They discussion. did that, that uh that sack on Bryce Young that was what was this supposed yeah. to be a, supposed to be a they, safety that ended up being uh roughing the passer or whatever. Yeah, they, they got away with some shit. Yeah, it was some some misholdings, of course. Some 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 miss face. I, they was missing face mask calls. Like the thing is, it's hard to beat Bama and the refs. You're not gonna beat both. Yeah, exactly. You got to have the refs on your side. <laughs> yeah, you you only got to have the refs on your side. You got to have the refs on no side. But if the refs <laughs> on that you you definitely lost. Exactly. On that play with Bryce Young, like, like 
and it's also like Bama got that heart of a champion. Like you can't underestimate that shit mm-hmm. because the kid had Bryce Young dead to rights and Bryce Young eluded the sack and, and runs for 20 yards. Like, like Virginia Tech hasn't had that in their playbook in 10 years. We're like, we have the a quarterback can like, do that. Like the quarterback, like we, we, we didn't even draw that up, but the quarterback, we have athletes that can just make the play regardless. Like we yeah. haven't had that in a long time. So Bryce Young is stupid athletic. Just yes. his oh my he's probably he's so slippery in the pocket. Right. I mean he um, got basically down to the ground on that play. Like he literally yes, just ducked underneath and then just hit the burners and was off for 20 yards. It was, and that was that was all she wrote. Yep. Oh yes, that was the biggest that was a lot of the week. Uh UVA got destroyed by Illinois. I watched that game. Illinois had two, two, two different walk-on seniors score a touchdown in that game. One of them was a walk-on COVID senior that used to play defense. UVA (laughs) should be ashamed. (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous. You let a walk-on COVID senior who was like a defensive lineman or some shit leak out on the wheel route playing fullback and he scored his first career touchdown on UVA on UVA. And then on the next drive, like a like a different walk-on senior at tight end back of the end zone by his damn self. Illinois beat the shit out of these people. Now we lied. We said UVA was gonna win. Whatever. This is a lie I'll accept. Uh, <laughs> Illinois beat the shit out of them people. And we said it. We said it before the game. We're monitoring the uh, Brendan Armstrong situation. We're monitoring the offensive line. I didn't like what I see. I didn't like what I saw. It's, uh, not, it's not looking good. 13 yeah. for 32 for 180 yards, Brendan Armstrong was. Didn't like what I, didn't like what I saw. Not no, looking I didn't, good. I didn't, like, I didn't like what I saw. Uh, this, this was my lie. Uh, I had Florida covering uh, Kentucky winning there and beat them people by double digits. Yeah, I think um, I had Kentucky to win that game. Yeah, you had Kentucky. I took I took the Gators. Um I think the, I think Florida was favored. I forgot about how much, but uh I think it was like three, pretty sure. Okay, so pretty much a pick 'em. But uh I had I had the Gators and Anthony Richardson let me down. <laughs> he went out there and let me down. Um he just didn't look like the same player from the Utah game. As far as the confidence, the playmaking, he looked like he looked like a kid. Um, where you you know how sometimes, and I, I'll be talking about cooking the books. You can't cook the books against like conference opponents. Like it don't work like that. <laughs> they kind of know you. They know you better than you're out of conference. Uh, right. They, it looked like it looked like, they, it looked like they found out that this kid could win the Hasman, and they tried to like get him to win the Hasman. It don't work. You can't win the Hasman in September. Um, and he's not that type of quarterback, so yeah. And honestly, Kentucky's a really good team too. Um, yes, Mark Mark Stoops is Mark Stoops has a great program. It's Kentucky. They'll never be up there with the Georgias and the Bamas, but they're always going to be a tough ass out. Virginia Tech fans, we know this shit too well. Yep, <laughs> we do. A tough ass out. But they always gonna give you a tough game. 
But, bro, Kentucky's schedule, I mean, they play Youngstown State, then Northern Illinois, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Mississippi State. I mean, they could legit be like 6-0 and when they play Tennessee in October. They could be a good team. They could be a real good team. They have a pretty easy schedule going forward. They definitely – and shout-out to Tavion. Uh, hey, if y'all got a soft schedule, get your, get your numbers in, bro. Yeah. Numbers, numbers in. Get your numbers in before that Georgia game. I know that much. Uh, Tennessee in overtime defeated Pitt. Um, our, our boy, Hendy Hooker, coming through in the clutch. Uh, um, three hundred and twenty-five yards. Man, shout out! I'm so happy for Hendy Hooker, man. He took so much shit, not only like on the field, like getting beat up and being used as a running back, but from our own fans that, well, you know, he's not that good. He, he don't know how to throw the ball. He sucks. He he threw an interception and all this shit and Clemson, that that, that debacle that happened uh, when we played against Clemson. And to see him putting up big numbers and making clutch plays and have a and have a real future yeah. playing football is, 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 is good to hear. It's good to see. Yeah, I really hope he continues because he's on his way to actually having a draft stock for sure. Um, yeah. He keeps playing like this. I mean, he was like 27 for 42, 325 yards game winner. He's He's got it yeah. locked down, man. He's got it locked down. Yeah, he's put, he putting out some good – putting out some good film, get some good teams. Um, So, yeah, shout out to Hendon Hooker. But, yeah, it was a bad – week two was bad. Uh, was I, had, bad I think I had Tennessee, so I'm – I'm chilling. <laughs> I think I I believe I had Pitt, but uh yeah, it was it was a bad week. Bad hey, players fuck up. <laughs> uh, week three, got some got, it's a bad it's a better slate this week than last week. Last week was nasty. Outside of Bama, Texas, it wasn't much of shit going on. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna start with the big noon kickoff. This was this was interesting to me because Scott Frost got his ass bad. Oklahoma is going number six. Oklahoma is going on the road at Nebraska. Oklahoma is only eleven point favorites. Uh, what you what you what should take? Oh, you got it. You got to go with Nebraska, right? Like plus eleven. They just got their coach fired. They've been uber competitive, and they always keep games close. They always keep games between three points, like literally every time. So, like, they got to cover at least eleven. They the, they the, they the, are the one score kings. This <laughs> Nebraska. Well, maybe because Scott Frost gone. Maybe they maybe the bottom falls out. Maybe Scott Frost was the glue. Maybe maybe, but also maybe not. Maybe they beat. Maybe they straight up win. I would not be surprised. That'd be some Nebraska shit. Once everybody's out, hates Nebraska, then they come right back, pull you in. Come right back. The code just goes off and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking. I'm taking Oklahoma. Um, Against the spread. I'm taking Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma gonna beat the shit out of them people. I think <laughs> Nebraska is gonna. The thing about the thing about this is this was a, a a rivalry. It's still a rivalry, but when I was growing up, Oklahoma Nebraska used to be a big deal every year, you know. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Nebraska fans are gonna come out in droves. Um, it's gonna be a great atmosphere, but. I don't think Oklahoma gives a fuck about none of that shit. I think they're gonna go in there and beat the shit out of them people. Oh yeah. Put the, uh, if Scott Frost won't go, that's why they went ahead and fired Scott Frost because it's like, bro, 
we might as well fire him after I lost to Georgia Southern because if Oklahoma would have went in there and put up 90 points on them, it it, it would have been bad business. It would have fucked up his career, period. Right. So I got I got Oklahoma. Uh, another good game, BYU, who beat the ninth-ranked team in the country last week in Baylor, going on the road, and they're playing at Oregon. Oregon is uh, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Oregon is coming off. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if Oregon played last week. They probably played some bum ass. They did. They played game. West. They played Eastern Washington. They beat them seventy oh. to fourteen. Okay, as expected. Um, so <laughs> Oregon's basically coming off bad week. Uh, BYU is coming off a game where they played Baylor. Who? Yeah, Oregon is favored by three and a half. They're oh home. man, this is a weird game. This is a weird yeah. game because this is one of those games where you, you you're you're thinking BYU, but it's Pac-12. Ah, I think I gotta go Oregon. I think I'm they get it together. Old. I think they get it together against the spread. BYU just never they never put together like the actual the season that you want them to have. You know what I mean? They'll start winning, you'll start believing, and then they'll play this game and they'll lose this game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even expect them to be Baylor last week, especially with the two best receivers out but uh they got it done i think the magic carpet ride is about to be about over with um, it's just a matter of what bo nix shows up really you know yes and here we go betting on bo nix again so that'll be interesting yeah. uh <laughs> speaking of bo nix his old team uh auburn hosts uh penn state uh penn state is on it's going down that you know penn state beat them last year and now they're going down to Jordan Hare Stadium, and they're playing the Auburn Tigers. Um, Penn State is only three point favorites. Uh, this is a hard game. Uh, it's hard to play in Auburn, no matter how, no matter what they are. Uh, they haven't played anybody yet. They played Mercer and uh, San Jose State, so it is kind of a toss up. It's an uber toss up. Um, but I think I'm going to take Auburn. I think I'm going to take the home team. Home team against the spread. Mm-hmm. I think I'll take Auburn here. I think uh, Tank Bigsby has a big game. Uh, and I think he goes off and exposes oh, I- the fact that Pry left. <laughs> well, they got Manny Diaz now. Uh, I think that <laughs> Penn State defense already got ex- – not exposed, but the side eye. Well, they got a- 31. They got 31 put on them by Purdue. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a put I'm a put some, I'm a put some faith in Manny Diaz to 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 hold to hold the door. Um, I think Penn State gonna go down there and get the victory. Um, oh, uh, and cover. Um, and cover. It's, okay. It's gonna it's it's gonna be a hard fought, nip and tuck. I think Penn State pulls it out when it comes down to uh, quarterback play. I trust what Penn State has. Over, um, I know Auburn's quarterback used to play T.J. Finley. Um, yeah, he was at LSU. Up and down, up and down. Um, he's a kid, big kid, a lot of physical tools, but still trying to put it together. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with Penn State. Okay. Uh, the, probably the biggest game. Where well, it would have been the biggest game, but Texas and them went and fucked it off versus App State, but uh. Miami is going on the road at Texas A&M. Somehow Texas A&M is five and a half point favorites. 
Miami hasn't been playing anybody, but they ain't lost to anybody yet either. So I don't know how Texas A&M is favored to do anything, but uh, what you got? You think you think uh, you think Texas A&M is gonna lose two in a row? Two in a row so. at home. I think so. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say they they win uh, against the spread. Texas A&M minus five and a half. Um, I just think they they figure it out. I think they're playing back against the wall. They have to win this game or their season's over. Um. And they're gonna have Haynes King playing quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> no, they'll still win. Yeah, give me Miami. Uh, give me, give me Miami straight up. I think Miami's gonna defeat them people. Um, what I saw from Texas A and M offense, if that's what their offense look like, they gotta go turn around and play in the SEC after this. Oh uh, yeah. It's gonna be a long. I already seen on the timeline today. Uh, Jimbo can't get fired. Pretty much, um, he got one of them Fuente deals, like a super Fuente deal. I don't even call it a Fuente deal. But like, if they super fire him, Fuente deal. He got a super Fuente deal where if they fire him, they got to give him like eighty million or some shit. Like it's an astronomical amount of like eighty four million if they want to buy him out. Um, Jimbo ain't going nowhere. But like, like, like I said, when you see buyout talks on the timeline, it's getting kind of crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You see Denver Harris uh, driving 100 miles an hour in a parking garage. It's kind of cr- spooky down there. <laughs> Texas A&M, what the fuck y'all got going on? Um, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking, I'm taking the Canes. I mean, we're splitting and, right down the middle. We're splitting on every pick. This is gonna be yeah. interesting. I don't think we're going to split on this last one. Uh, Ole Miss on the road at Georgia Tech. Ole Miss is 16-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, give me Ole Miss by 100. Yeah. Georgia Tech is awful. 140. Yes. yes. Jackson, Jackson Dart throws for 450 yards. Ole Miss is going to beat the shit out of Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, And our game, uh, Wofford, I'm not, I'm not even going to sit up here and bore y'all. Beat the shit out of them. Uh, there's these, not even there's not even a spread there. That's how bad yeah. it is. These people have not scored since 2021. Ironically, against UNC. <laughs> <laughs> last time, last time they got a touchdown versus UNC. Hey, and they only they only won one game last year, and it was against Elon. So, uh, and then they played Elon this year and lost. So uh, they're in the mud. They're in the mud. Get shit out of these people. Um, I hate to sound cliche, but uh, run the score up, get out of there, no injuries. Yeah, that's exactly what we need to do. Get ready for West Virginia. Get ready for WVU. Um, that's pretty much it for Don V Fridays, man. We want to thank y'all for tapping in every week. Drift, you got anything to say to the people? Nah, I'm all good. Thanks for rocking with us. We appreciate it, everybody. We love all the support, all our patrons. We love y'all. Um, as as you know, enjoy enjoy the stress free football this week. This is one of those weekends where like, if you don't want to watch the hockey game and you want to, because because it's about to be fall, fall is approaching. We only got so many more weekends of this good weather left. I mean, here this part of Virginia, we we good to November, but in certain parts and certain you know certain parts of the country, these weekends are fleeting. Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy it while we still got sunshine. Enjoy the shit. 
If you yes, want to go fishing, you want to go fishing this weekend. You know, you want to go do some. I don't know what the beach scenes look like in certain parts of the country. Hey, go do your thing, man. No, is you know, I'm yes, it's Wofford, bro. We gonna win. At the very least, we gonna win. You know, go go do your thing, man. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm going to Notre Dame this weekend, so we'll see if Notre yeah. Dame goes zero and three. No, the Dame lost to Marshall. That's crazy. Yeah, their tickets are still expensive, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who know the Dame play this week? Cal. Okay, so uh, one thing I respect about Notre Dame is they're independent school, but they never, they never play FCS schools. It's true. They actually have mm-hmm. a, uh, they actually have a respectable schedule every year. They put up a respectable schedule. They took a hit. Fucking with the ACC for real, for real. Their schedules used to be harder than this. They used to play Michigan, Michigan State, USC, Stanford, Stanford, yeah, <laughs> like Miami, Arm, Army and Navy, Miami. Like they used to think, like Notre Dame schedules used to be crazy. Yeah, then they started playing the S- the ACC. Like, all right, give us your Wake Forest. And you this and that, and they uh, gotta play everybody. So. I mean, they they're they're uh, they're scheduled this year. I mean, they play North Carolina the following. They have BYU at home. They have Stanford, Syracuse, Clemson, Navy, Boston College, USC. I mean, they they still have a legit schedule, right? And they played Ohio State to start. So yeah, exactly. One thing about Notre Dame, whether they good or bad, they don't duck the smoke. Um, they 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 pull up and they, they they play everybody. They play Georgia. They had a home and home with Georgia, a home and home, you know. So and one, they won one. They did. I thought so. No, oh, I well, I think I could be wrong. This is going back to 2019. They lost the one at Georgia. I think they played them the year before. Uh, I can't find it. I think it got canceled. They only, I think they ended up only playing one uh, game. They played the one in Georgia. Definitely, Georgia beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Everybody. Oh yeah, because twenty twenty. They had yeah. to go be ACC. We yeah. let them in. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Swafford should have said, "Join the conference, or you're gonna be some numb football playing motherfuckers for a year." Yeah. He, he had a he had a chance to legit strong on them people. They did. Let the motherfuckers come in and win the coastal, <laughs> and then walk out, and walk right out. I don't even think they won the coastal. I think they just let the top two teams play for the championship. Whatever yeah. they played, they played in Charlotte and lost. Well, they beat but, uh, it was that was zero. They beat Clemson in overtime, and then they played them in the in the uh, ACC championship and lost. And lost Ian Book years. Yes. Yeah. And, so, then, and then Buckner got hurt. Buckner's out for the season or some shit. So yeah, Buckner is out. They're, they got yeah. actually they got some pretty talented young quarterbacks. So we'll see if they're decent. I don't know. We we shall see. But I'll give you guys yeah. the scoop. I'll have I'll have coverage. Yeah, don't worry. I got yeah, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But that's it for Don V Fridays, man. Until next week, y'all. God bless.